Welcome in everyone. It's episode 74 of the 1056 podcasts. Happy happy 316. Steve Austin Day, baby. Oh, it is. Yeah, dude. Ty, did you celebrate Pi Day two days ago? Oh, I muted it. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. Did you celebrate Pi Day two days ago? No, I didn't eat any pie, actually. I, I figured. School. Was- I work at a school and no one gave a shit about Pi Day. I was actually it's amazed. It's a Stone Cold Steve Austin episode. Bang. Anyways, going back, Stone Cold Steve Austin episode. Um, if he had to pound beers like he did uh, in the ring that were more craft beer related, what style do you think he would go with? Dude, this is the most obvious answer ever. He would be smashing his Broken Skull IPA or soon-to-be Broken Skull Lager beer. Did you set me up on that? Did you know that? <laughs> Jeff shaking his head no. Yeah, dude, come on. I had on. no idea. I was just trying to like bring it all in. Dude, he's, he's hilarious. Who was your favorite wrestler as a kid? Oh, I, honestly, Steve Austin or The Rock. I wasn't too much of a wrestling viewer i didn't really watch wrestling too much so i just knew the the top level one so steve austin my brother watched wrestling and then he did too many wrestling moves on i think i've said this on the podcast before on me and i cried i guess one too many times because he was very aggressive and my mom was like no more wrestling my bad but i did have a favorite wrestler it was mankind thought he was creepy as shit i guess i didn't know I was going to be into like creepy shit and like metal based people <laughs> until later. But I was like, dude, that's scary. And I was about it. Mankind. I respect it now. I, there's a ton of people that are into wrestling. Obviously we've had on a lot of people into wrestling. Tom M being one Ken Tuccio, best trivia ever. Those are the top two that come to mind that we've talked wrestling with. Uh, I went to my beer first man beer guys are big at wrestling. Beer man beer, thank you. I knew I was missing one. Um, and uh, shout out to them. There was at episode 100. Give them a follow. And um, yeah, I saw my first wrestling match because of the best trivia ever at Tribus, and I was like, dude, I get it, man. Let me tell you, yeah, um, the hype is real. The hype is real. Speaking of hype, we're we're back talking Connecticut beer, baby. How was that? rate that rate that transition that segue it was great listen a lot of stuff happened in our state <laughs> like actually stuff happened this time ty oh did you want me to sit and give you a lot of compliments no 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 no, no. I, I was i was agreeing you want I me to like, call your mom to say that you did a good job today you did a good actually job would. do it i'm doing it <laughs> doing it hold on he's doing something Styling something. So much dead air. Love it. Hello? Hi, Tyler's mom. He did such a good job today. Yeah, he did these uh, this amazing transition. It was so smooth that the high gas prices won't even affect us. It was great. I know. It's really amazing. So how have you been? 
tell me about it. It's been absolutely nuts out there. Although this weather cannot be more stunning. It was good talking to you too. Listen, reach out whenever you want. Maybe we'll grab some Connecticut craft beer. Thanks. Bye. Is my mom a Sesame Street character? <laughs> These new phones. Crazy. Yeah, dude, totally. It's this app. It turns everyone's voice into the teacher from Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a better comparison. Damn it. Uh, any, yeah, so anyway, actually speaking of hype, yes, a lot has happened. Shout out to in- your mom for being on the show. Shout out. Um uh yeah there's been a lot so i don't remember the last time we actually recorded an intro episode there's been a little bit of time i think it was on almost a month ago february 12th so it's been a long time and uh there has been a lot that's happened i'll start off with one that came to mind that was really weird that had made a couple waves in the in the industry um and a court the the subject of it is that the food blog tasting table released the best brewery in connecticut now jeff i want you to take a guess what what do you what what did you think that brewery was all right have i been there yes okay okay uh is it best brewery or best new brewery is that no just best brewery Dockside. It's not a horrible guess. I don't know because that like people were going crazy for that place, so I don't know if they were riding that wave. That's a very good point. I will give that to you, but you would be incorrect. So okay, what is it? Tastingtable.com did a uh, whole list of all fifty states of the best brewery of every state. California, for example, was the brewery, a very well-known brewery out there. There's a brewery um, called The Brewery there? Yeah, but it's spelled B-R-U-E-R-Y. No, I don't care. It's I feel stupid. like they specialize in a lot of no, stuff. No, don't care. Don't. No, I hate it. Okay. Okay. Go fuck but Connecticut. Out. We'll be going there when we go out there. <laughs> uh, for Florida with Cigar City. There you go. But Connecticut, <laughs> I just can't believe I'm saying this, is Athletic Brewing Company, the non-alcoholic craft brewery, is the best brewery in connecticut according to tastingtable.com what the fuck your thoughts so uh um we gave best brewery to a place that uh is missing a key component of the <clears throat> sorry of the process yeah um they specialize in drinks that mm-hmm. taste like they are <clears throat> sorry um like they're missing something um your thoughts Illinois, by the I way. I feel like that's. Brewery. I feel like I don't know what the motivation behind that is because it's not like their beer is bad. We went, we did, but it's it. it I, n- no, like there's people out there doing really fun and exciting things, and for someone to give a more athletic spin to O'Doul's is not going to get you the best beer and best brewery, in my opinion. I don't care. I don't care. 
just because you're sponsored by Spartan races doesn't make you the the talk of the town. Other way There's around. so many <laughs> whoever. <laughs> God, my dog ripped one and it smells awful and I think he's reacting to this news. Yeah, dude. I li- listen, I get I think it. I disagree. I disagree. I think especially during the wow, my phone is still on because I was making it a joke earlier. Um, I feel like, especially during the pandemic, there was a lot of breweries making some really cool pivots and you should be rewarding them. I agree. And there are like some good options here. So like Vermont is Hill Farmstead, Massachusetts is, uh, Trillium. Wow, I just had a seizure. Um, Tennessee, Bearded Iris, debatable, uh, North Carolina, Burial, which you can kind of get behind and agree with. But I think what they looked at here is, uh, like overall reach, because they're they're everywhere, they're basically nationwide. That means um, nothing to me. I I agree. It's best con- a Connecticut craft brewery. It's not best how much you can touch other states. How much can you touch yourself? Uh, so here's here's their here's their reasoning for it. Tasting table no, chose the best brewery in each state according to three metrics: sustainability, innovation, and B Corp status. Uh, which is an What's accreditation given. I'm explaining it. <laughs> which is an accreditation given to companies for their social and environmental performance. So take the B Corp set aside. Take sustainability aside. Innovation, fine. No, I, was, I would disagree. I would disagree. I can I can say that they are the most innovative brewery because they've revolutionized a style of beer that was very vanilla and the same for a long time and they've come in and totally flipped that industry on its side so i i I think they just filled a hole in the industry which was which was desperately needed which is something to give them credit for yeah i don't call that revolutionary so you kind of you take away a lot of breweries that that kind of fit into this mold here so you could have taken an arrow and just thrown it at two roads, and I feel like that would be the common answer, which not not downplaying that, that usually is what people say for these national food blocks. Something always ties back to two roads because of their reach, because of their size, because of everything that they've done since they opened. You can make that argument. I don't see it. I see it from the innovation side. That's really it. I think if it's... What's this over- B Corp thing again? Uh, I've seen it before. So it's about uh company's social and environmental impact. I don't know what that means. So are, are this is this getting all green on me? Kinda. In, uh, environmentally, yes. So it's like, are they producing a lot of CO two? All that carbon. Listen, I'm not saying bullshit. that stuff's not important, and I'm not saying that you 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 should be aiming for that if it's if it's working for you. All I'm saying is like that doesn't contribute to best brewery to me. That doesn't matter to me. It's here's, best brewery. Here's how I would have done it for Connecticut. Like, even if you don't know the industry at all, right? And you don't want to pick two roads or athletic because it's kind of an unfair advantage in that sense. Pick one brewery or pick a handful of breweries that have distribution in the Northeast. Bam. There's your kind of footprint in the community in the Northeast. So it has there. to. So to get connect in, in according to you in this, get me wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'll, I'll, in order I'll to get best Connecticut craft brewery, you have to distribute outside of Connecticut. Not necessarily. So the reason why I say that is because 
that might give you a better chance of having a overall okay choice for that state because of recognition by getting the beer out there more right quality and uh overall rating and just preference is going to vary person by person but name recognition brand recognition is one of those subconscious things that we take into consideration when choosing who is the best or the best style and whatnot prove me wrong you can find me on that but i kind of agree on that so if you take into consideration that little sliver not the entire pie but that little part of how far can you distribute not nationwide but at least in a section of the country and then kind of fall backwards from there, I think you'll get a better answer. I'm not saying that's completely correct, but I think you'll get a better answer that most people will agree with. You know what brewery I think should get a lot of recognition for being innovative, you say fun. Two roads. If you say two roads, I'm going to... No. <laughs> if you're going to say that, go area two. But, like, no. True. I, um, yeah, I agree. But I wasn't going to go there. Skygazer. Mm. Let's make it... Let's go with it. Just go with it, dude. It's true. That's true. They don't. That's just one that comes off the top of my head that I feel like was like pushing boundaries, bro. They were. I mean, they yeah, they were. I, I agree. I like that. So sound off in the comments. Like and subscribe, hit as Jeff bell. says, for the folks at home. Let us know. Hit, hit Tyler in the bells. <laughs> yeah, hit us up on social media at one zero five six p o d c a s t. Moving on, and uh, I'll save that one for last. Okay, so. Um, for those that don't know, counterweight. Now, here's an example that you can make. Boom. Didn't even plan that. Counterweight. It, wide distribution in Connecticut. Known throughout the Northeast. Bang. Jeff, if you can. Innovative? Put it, maybe. Maybe not. Jeff, put in Mike Breen from ESPN uh, NBA uh, action saying, Bang. <laughs> That's a great example of one that we can all kind of agree with. Counterweight in Facebook groups, their name always comes up. Headway this, uh, Crucial Mass that, whatever. That would be fine. Wipe your hands clean and move on. My point. That would be fine with me. I would have been happy. That segment would have been two minutes. True. They closed their old location and they have opened up in Cheshire and saw some photos our friends from Full Port and Tom I was just M. about to say I saw that Full Port was out too. there. I haven't seen them in forever. Let's. let's I know, dude. We should have them back on. We really hey, full should. Full Port. Full Port. Reach out if you want to be back on the show. I still have your bottle of Igor's dream from like three years ago. I still have it. Um, and uh, it, you know what? It kind of gave me Treehouse vibes just from the like aesthetic itself on the inside. I don't know why. It's kind of how my brain's wired. I have no rhyme or reason. I just saw it and I was like, huh. It kind of looks like Treehouse a little bit. A little bit, not much. That's like my playing both sides. So that way I always come out on top argument. Um, so we'll see how they do. It's a much larger facility, it looks like. Sounds like they're trying to distribute more. Great spot. Their place in Hamden was cool, but it was kind of Frankenstein together. You had like two separate tap room areas. It was very cool. We, that was one of our early episodes with Creature Preacher. Great beer. And uh, I've, I've never had a bad beer I've never had an average beer from Counterweight, and I could say that very confidently. I've, I we think I've had, had like a, we five had or a six. headway on on uh, in a keg for a barbecue. Oh, that's right! Headway? Very good recall. Yeah, we did. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, good for them. Moving it was on. a hit. People loved that at, the, at a barbecue. Of course, people love uh, Counterweight. And uh, can't think can't think of the name. Oh, my God. You just said it. <laughs> Having such... Nope, Headway. Thank you, Headway. It's oh, Headway. Wow, jeez. You're watching my brain deteriorate throughout this podcast. That, that's what we're getting here. Anyway, uh, something interesting. So going over notable uh, breweries with a following outside of Connecticut, Fat Orange Cat. Uh, I think this was a week or two ago. They randomly just lost their entire social media page, and everyone Instagram. kind of freaked out. Yes, yeah, it, just Instagram. Thank you for correcting me there. They lost their entire Instagram page for no rhyme or reason, had to start a new one, and then a day later they're like, yep, we're getting it back. And I think a lot of people... Wait, so of, they got their old page back? Got it back like it oh, never okay. happened. Oh, well, that's not news then. That no, it. but... <laughs> that's not nearly as fun. <laughs> wow, I'm watching people suffer is fun? No, I, I was terrified oh, when that happened, dude. only because... Breaking news, Jeff wants to see Fat Orange Cat suffer. There's there's your news. I don't like cats. Um, no, I what I I remember I I texted you about it too. You had already heard, but I was like, dude, you hear what happened? And the reason that was scary is only because if you are a small content creator like us, and you take a long time developing those followers and to to create those connections and to establish the brand, even though it may be small, and the idea of it going poof just like that it freaked me out i'll tell you that scary and (laughs) i was like oh the fact that you could just get it back sounds good i thought they started a new page and then they got everybody to follow that page and they're like just kidding (laughs) it's back yeah fools it's not april oh shit oh almost yeah uh it's a little scary and you know it's i think we talked about this before uh social media and beer and alcohol content is is a very uh much a tightrope walk that you have to do because technically tiktok is for 13 and over you really can't age gate on instagram you can so we are 21 plus you have to be 21 and over to view our instagram page in the united states so you kind of have more control that way but even still they try to limit uh, that kind of content just because anyone can lie about their age and then you're just kind of uh, promoting alcohol use. So it is a weird subject area. People were always talking. TikTok made a lot of changes a couple months ago, probably not even maybe six weeks ago, about not showing as much alcohol content to people on their For You page. So I kind of thought it was something along that lines, and I was like, if that's the case and they're just – shutting down pages were fucked and i was trying to like back up all my old photos and whatnot so i am glad it came back but that was really what i wanted to talk about i was like this is very much a red flag and i feel and i could be totally wrong i feel like that a lot of people had the same idea because it's like oh shit like if they lost it for no reason other than being a brewery who's next but who knows Do we have a backup page could but could do that should we should we say come follow us at uh, sixty five oh one? That would be the backup page. No one take that. Don't be don't be a dick. Um, oh, moving on. More beer news. There's been there there was a lot in these four weeks. Something that I was kind of bummed that we missed out on, but 
It was my birthday, and we were at Area 2 for this, which I'll get to. Um, the Bombshell IPA from Hog River Rhythm Brewing Company and Hop Culture was released. Uh, it's an all-female-led initiative for this beer. Uh, I'll kind of read off the tagline from Untapped. Brewed with the mission to empower women in the craft beer industry. Bang! Elisa Bowens Mercado, former guest on Beer Man Beer, owner of Rhythm Brewing, and Heather Wilson, owner of Hop Culture Farms and Brew Co., united with us, Hog River Brewing, for this woman-owned brewery collaboration. We came together to create this juicy, fruity IPA with peach and cara-cara orange purees, exploding with stone fruit and citrus flavors, etc., etc. What's cara-cara? No clue. The best part, a portion of the proceeds from the beer will be donated to the Connecticut Pink Boots Society Scholarship for Women in Brewing. The scholarship supports women entering the Brewing Brewing Science Certificate Program at Sacred Heart University. So drink up and raise up women in craft beer. If there's one thing or two or three or a couple things... Oh, great. Now we want your fucking opinion. That brings me back to this industry is shit like this opinion over bothers me about this man. oh for two jeff hates bad orange <laughs> cat and he hates women-owned beer collaborations not Dude, great if i go down you go down with me no um, no way the cara cara <laughs> orange or red fleshed orange is an early to mid-season navel Orange believed to have developed as a spontaneous bud mutation on a Washington Nate orange tree. Um, it kind of looks like a grapefruit, as in it's kind of pink and ish inside. Mm. Um, marketing terms: power orange. Not even kidding. Fuck. Uh, oh, and- they should have. Uh, you know what? I am going to give a quick criticism. They should have called it power orange, not car car orange, because that sounds badass. Oh, they should have named the orange Power Orange. Yes. When they okay. list out the ingredients, they should name it Power Orange. They're like, they should have named the beer a different name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Teetering on over three there, son. <laughs> you saved yourself. Um, and uh, 41 ratings on untapped for a 3.85. That's, I would not say, bad. That's pretty good. I so I'm afraid I'm, to go to the one-star reviews. <laughs> I can't really find any. I don't really oh, see. Good. There's always Shout a couple, so I was always. Shout out to Nick from Full Pour. He gave a really good review. Reminds me, of, reminds me of a mimosa. Strong orange juice vibe, sweet and easy drinking. A touch of grain slash malt in the background. What time of beer was this again? Uh, it was an IPA. Boom, toasted okay. it. Okay. Shout well, out. Yes, I, I can't have it. It's not for me. Sorry. Well, maybe reasons. I maybe you can just sacrifice your morning okay. and just take one for the team. <laughs> You ever thought about that one, Jeff? Maybe it's not about you. <laughs> okay, it's not maybe. about me. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not. It's about not. Me. So take it's one about, for the team. It's about the women. Damn right, man. It, uh, and it's great to see it. it power honestly, orange. Power orange, dude. I, I want. I need to get some power oranges there. So good for them. Really great. I want to get hop culture on. I keep seeing them post more and more, and that's usually how I determine uh, our episodes, like future interviews. Did they so. release this on International Women's Day? Did they plan that? That feels like that would line up. It was around the same that time. That would be good marketing. It was around the same time. They wanted to do it on a weekend to get more people there, and I, I remember the turnout was great. There were a ton of people there, so good for them. 
good for hog river rhythm hop culture everyone involved love to see it next yes next um power orange <laughs> did you say power orange <laughs> boom name of the episode there you go uh whatever whatever beer we do for this podcast has to have power orange in it you know what that's fine I'll next on it. new brewery coming up something that's a little bit interesting it's called surfridge it's in connecticut and they have two locations uh so this is their second location first in connecticut it's in centerbrook connecticut which say, where is th- that say that say the name of it again my dog sneezed over it surf ridge surf ridge all right boom their second location is in el segundo california i butchered that <laughs> yeah uh, that was borderline offensive el segundo el segundo <laughs> which funny enough to tie it back is the brewery El Segundo Brewing Company, where Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA is made, tie it all back together. Good job, self. Anyway, yeah. So it's their second location. They have one location on the West Coast. Their second location is in Connecticut. I thought that was very weird. I was like, of all places to do a second location, I guess do it on the East Coast. Do one on the West Coast. Kind of weird. Um, they're doing something next week, a kind of like a private opening, if you will. So get tickets. Check out CTB or BeerFest.com. Get your tickets. Not an ad, not sponsored. Just trying to promote everyone here. Boom. Woo! Moving well on. done. Thank you. Yeah, pretty... we'll check it out. We'll, uh, we'll do a we'll do an old fashioned 1056 podcast brewery beer review. I know. I know. I'm 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 looking forward to those. Definitely got to get out there more. And speaking uh, of which, let's just let's just transition to that. Transition to that. Yeah, so sure. So Tyler and I will be at um the Cask Fest at Two Roads or at, is it at Area 2 or at Two Roads? Area 2. At Area 2. That is a Friday, March 20th. Commit March to it. 25th. Right, there you go. Um and we will be at that and then the next day, we will be at the Connecticut Brewers Guild Beer Fest on Saturday the 26th. What slot are we in? It's like time We're in the slots. afternoon slot. We just did the regular one to four. Um, you know, we just wanted to make sure. Come say hi. Yeah, come say hi. As in, we don't have a booth, so try to find us in the crowd. Booth? This isn't a convention. It's a beer fest, dude. We're not a brewery. You know what I mean. And we don't true. have a spot. I made, I made it sound like we're there. Come see us. Yeah, Come find not, us in the crowd. We'll not be interviewing this time because I found out that although it's a great exercise to get out there and put yourself out there and interview, I kind of want to go to this one and enjoy it. I feel like I was like running to interview people and not really like trying the beers. That's a little personal note, but. Okay, I didn't know that. I guess we're not doing interviews. I don't want to interview people, man. I don't know. Fine. I also don't want to. I don't also want to carry on a plastic bag of my microphone equipment because that was extremely. Get a normal. better bag. See, okay, it has to be. It has to be a clear bag. It has to be a clear bag. Get a better clear bag, dude. It doesn't matter. We're not doing it again. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with it. <laughs> we could. I just want to sit there. I'm and- good. No, I don't understand. I don't know why you're having a problem. I'm clearly okay. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> Yeah, you would move on. Yes. Moving on. I wish you would move on. Just move <laughs> Shut on. Up. Shut do up. Do it. God, I'm okay. 
a quick note this is outside of Fine. Connecticut beer and then we'll get back into Connecticut beer. I just wanted to make a special note because this is from a brewery that I've come to really enjoy and introduced me to the style of Lambix. Three Fontenins owner uh, Armand de Belder passed away unfortunately a couple weeks back. Wanted to make a note and say uh, thank you for making the beer. There you go. Little note there. Now you probably feel bad for giving me attitude. What? <laughs> you always do a small moment of silence when you give news like that. Think about ESPN. Oh, when they they end they end a, a run before the commercial with like we like to give our our hearts out to the family of so and so. You will be missed in our community. And they go, come buy Chick Fil A, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, I was just trying to give the natural pause. Dude. Very that's good. that's sad I, and i know that's important to you because that was that that's uh brand is big for you so uh yeah so our, um our condolences to everybody yeah involved condolences next um so which one do i do ah uh, you know what i got it so i noticed this beer from alvarium which arguably is one of the best breweries in the state okay and it's uh not argu- that's not arguable Oh, it's not. It just is. Just is. Oh. So anyway, it caught my eye, and this will make sense as to why I am bringing this up. So Alvarium and Revelry came out with a beer called Whipped Pickle Delight, and your your first thought is, "What the hell?" Because that my first thought is that sounds like it hurts. It's a dill pickled strawberry whipped cream ale. So if you're lactose intolerant, good luck. Anyway, uh, and you know what? So I'm, I'm, I bring these things up because I like to share what my first thought was. <laughs> I shit you not. So this cleverage came out. It's a three, two, five on a tap so far. So okay. Uh, my first thought was this piece of beer idea doesn't seem as crazy now. I shit you not. I was like, if we're doing dill pickle and strawberry. Come on, man! It's it's right there. Tell me I'm wrong. I didn't. I never thought to put pickles with strawberry. Side note: I will I will admit that it did take me an obnoxiously long time to realize that Tommy Pickles' little brother Dill, his name is Dill Pickles. Right. Like I didn't put two and two together until like an like an unnecessary amount of time later down the road. Damn. You sure you want to admit that? I just did. I edit this, so I'll decide if I want to keep it. <laughs> Good point. That was it. That was my thought. I was like, damn, dude, Alvarium Revelry. Revelry. Noel. Someone put those two fucking flavors together and said they were good and said, why don't we get drunk off of it? So they went for it. I respect that. Yeah. So pizza beer dreams are back on, man. Just a little bump in hope. Anyway, moving on. As long as it has power orange. <laughs> Work, we'll work that out. Um, <laughs> the last one, I'm making sure I got through everything. Oh, another not beer-related because I want to end on a funnier note, and this is pretty funny. This is great. I, I want to end on a beer <laughs> note. I want to end on a beer note. All right. Um, so as you know, I am traversing across the length of America on my Peloton. You might know it as 10 
50 trips. I am about 426 miles in, really about 420 miles in. And um, I just did a, I did a workout today. I just forgot to post it. And uh, so I've been posting a lot. I've been tagging Peloton in it. And they finally DM'd me. They did. This was a couple weeks ago. And I was like, holy shit. They were like, Lieutenant Dan, new legs. That's right. <laughs> they said, because this is from a ride on a Sunday. I said, they said, fun day Sunday. Keep it up, period. We see your hustle. And my first thought was, thank you for only using one period and no ellipses when they oh my god guys this is the hill he'll die it was great no i'm kidding um that was my second thought my first thought he's not because i'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about it more later so because if it had said we see your hustle dot 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 they're stalking me okay they're implying that they're you're you're hustling them that you're trying to scam them on the streets that's not what i thought we see your hustle period is like we see your hustle bang that's correct okay as in the camera on your peloton is watching you sweat boy don't care we hear the sounds you make from that room it's gotten better well actually i found out why i do that is because my nose is all jacked up so gotta get surgery on that so there you go so wait you know i was getting a nose job folks it was a you know what it was a disablement and you just were making fun of me for that so wow you probably feel really good about it over three i feel great i feel great not doing great this episode man I go down, you go down with me, champ. No. I refuse. <laughs> you die on your own. Anyway, <laughs> last topic. Uh, so, it's too ridiculous. But it was cool. It was cool. Thank you, Peloton. You're not going to. No, move on. This. I not see in their pockets. Stop acting like it. Cool. Sponsor. Just tell me a sponsor. It's fine. Last topic. This is back to CT beer, and uh, we've done it, Jeff. That's it. We've done it. We did it. Go Round ahead. Round of applause. That's what post production is for, Ty. Thank you. I got it. You know, just want to add in the sound in real time. Okay. We did it, dude. Guess what? Okay, I'll give you the backstory. You twisted my arm about it. All right. So one of the things that happened since our last episode was that one of arguably. The best IPAs in the state, Fuzzy Baby Ducks, hit <laughs> distro. Everyone went nuts. Actually, it was bro- the news broke on our show. Yeah, we were part of the first wave to know about it. Uh, shout out to Jess and Jamal for being on our show, for sharing that with us. They had already uh, shared it like on their social media, and then our episode came out, so like we didn't really break it, but they told us beforehand. No, but like it was there. I, we got to see, like, they put out a great promotional video for it where it I, I, they, someone, I guess it was Jamal, and I think someone else as well, dressed up in this giant duck costume. No, Jamal was in the video. He wasn't the duck because he was actually. Right, I noticed that, but he said he was going to do it, so I don't know. That's um, true. But he had the head, the duck head, um, at their house. Yes. When we interviewed them, so we got to see the duck head yeah, it was just wild dude anyways we we're super pumped for them we know it's a popular uh popular beverage of choice so to have that available in distro is pretty cool however however i have to pee so wait stop this here i want to make sure i get to my rant with with an empty bladder so i don't want to rush through this because i gotta pee just go our he- community has spoken yes they did 
and it only took like two and weeks. And they're idiots. It only took two weeks for us to eat the tail of the snake that is the Connecticut craft beer scene. We did it. So for backstory for people who don't know, Fuzzy Baby Ducks is a very popular IPA from New England Brewing Company that was brewery only. It would be released. People would gobble it up, take it, drink it. Nom, nom. It was great. So it hit distribution. And uh, yeah, it only took three weeks for people to all of a sudden just turn on it feel the need to (laughs) turn on it yeah great point so uh it was in the ct beer drinkers group and whenever i do this i know it's like a private group so i don't like share a ton of details it's just like very funny so i'm I'm gonna give everyone the spot notes here um because it's a private community i don't know i'm just trying to we're not saying names Fuck it then. <laughs> Jess is on a tear of shitting down people's let's, throats. Let's do dude. it. Let's do no, it. We won't share names. No, we won't. Uh, I'm just sharing my screen here. Um, That's a long comment, but we'll read oh, it. Oh, do you want to read it or want me to read it? Oh, I'm gonna read it. I'll read it. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, so uh, someone commented. So some the, for reference, there was just a photo of two six packs on a shelf at a liquor store. Boom. Someone goes, I love NEB, been drinking their beers for a long time. When I heard this one was out, I was pretty surprised to see that they had a few available down the street from me. After hearing everyone talk about them and seeing this beer as a number one on numerous lists, I didn't hesitate to buy four of these to bring home to try for the first time. Comes in a six pack, but okay, we move on. Took a sip and my first reaction was, what the hell is all the hype about? I was shocked about how much flavor this didn't have. So I gave a six pack to my neighbor, said he got four. And the other two will probably sit outside for a while until I get desperate enough to want to drink one. All this hype for nothing. Mail emoji with the X in front of it, dude. Really driving it home. Um, We did it. We've done it. We've done it, dude. Okay, we've treehoused ourselves. Don't know how we did it. And we just did it so fast. I thought this was going to take months. I thought this was going to take six months. And someone's going to set it wrong. Weeks. Weeks. We did it, no dude. No flavor, huh? It, you know what it was? I had it. Maybe the what? guy had COVID and he couldn't taste it. <laughs> Imagine that. Guess what? I got it. It's not me. It's the, it's the beer. This doesn't you taste play. like anything. I actually can't smell anything. Um, I had it. You know what it was? Great. It was great. <laughs> it was great, dude. That's it. God, more comments. Any more? Let's do another. I got a couple. Um, if someone said, like, taste change. Fuzzy Baby Dex has only held its gray status due to its limited availability as of late. Nebco has better distro beers. Okay, that's fair. That's kind of like the more rational argument behind this, where the rarity of the item makes it taste better, which is part of the reason why Treehouse, I think, is still popular. Are these comments based on that? Mm-hmm. initial these review are, okay comments, yeah i like it not gonna go out of my way for it but how long has it been sitting on that shelf it was out on a not shelf long, in the fridge not long this person responded i asked the owner and he said they had it just they had just gotten it in they wouldn't be getting any more than what they was on the was on the shelf excuse me and then someone commented no they responded with i meant more about room temp going from cold to warm to cold definitely has an impact on ipas and someone said this pointing up so they're assuming that he hasn't been taking care of his beer which is why he's assuming that why he thinks there is no flavor could be 
Here's the one. Boom. The one that's always just the true north. It's good beer, but there are tons of good IPAs out there. And I believe I said this to you. The perfect IPA doesn't exist because we'll always have this argument. That's it. It's true because you can always it's – it's a subjective thing. It's based on preference. And we can raise a bunch to a high standard so we know when something's good and when something's bad. But to say which one is the best, yeah, it gets a lot of hype because it's a big deal when something goes to distro. But if you're going to ride the hype train, you're only going to be disappointed. So you should only pay attention to hype as far as something that is worth trying. They're just saying it's worth trying. But then you just have to sit there and go, hmm, is it a good IPA? Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if it reaches the expectations you thought it would have. If you thought it was, I don't know what expectations you have. You're the, you're the only one who's going to know that. You're the only one who's going to know the expectations that are impossible to reach. And then you go out there and tell people it wasn't worth the hype. No, no, you're not worth the hype. Bang, Mike Brain. Bang, bang. True. That's a very good point. Um, then someone said someone had to throw out the Nipco's highly overrated. Okay. Someone says, come on, man. They spelled it wrong. C-O-M apostrophe O-N. I enjoy them sad it's leaving Woodbridge and going to North Haven. What? Yeah, it is. That's oh. public. Yeah. I haven't um, that. That's sad. I'd rather in Woodbridge. Last one. Uh, someone said, I'll take a two juicy over this any day. Which? And they have a photo of their half fair. glass of and then the, This is why I included this. Okay? Because the comment under it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven instances so, of so, ellipses. So, so. So you're you're on the ellipses. I'm gonna read this with the ellipses taken into consideration, and it'll show you why it's there. And okay. then you could tell me if talking like this is appropriate. Okay. Okay. I agree. Tried it for the hype, and it's Nepco, tasty, solid beer, but not Gandhi Boot, which has totally worth all was totally worth all the hype, along with Two Roads Too Juicy. Don't think Bad Sons Double. Dubious, I got that right. W Dubious, got any hype, but it is one of my favorite beers. Mm. Is that the? You see, what, is you that see, the, you see those pauses? Yeah. Is are those pauses worth it? No. Okay, then the ellipses aren't worth it. I mean, they Ooh. waited for the pause. Uh, listen, they aren't I, even close they, to a similar beer though. Too juicy <laughs> and uh, fuzzy baby. Ducks. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Which is fine. I mean, that yeah. is not. No, that's that's a good point. Like, how do you compare two things that are not the same thing? Dude, Litchie's just got me. I was like, dude, come on. Move on. All I'm saying, dude, people, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm a comic book movie fan. You want to talk about hype? And music. And a music fan. And a music. You want to talk about hype? Every single time you go in with these the expectations that this is going to destroy my brain, you're most likely, you're, you're gambling. And you're most likely to lose. It's like playing um, the lottery. You're going to lose. So don't go in with all the hype in the world thinking this is going to exceed my expectations. And I know what I know what I'm here. If we get comments on this tie, I can already hear them because I've had this conversation with people. It's like, no, my expectations were reasonable. It just didn't reach them. I promise you, you whatever you think is reasonable is not. Just chill out. <laughs> just drink your fucking beer. Shut the fuck up. Tell us if you like it or not, but don't sit there and be like, it's good, not worth the hype. It had no taste. Stop it. It, it was it, To people, it was worth the hype because they know it's a good beer, and now they can get it. They can have, uh, have it available to them. 
Okay. Cool. Listen, man, it just doesn't look good. That's why I get all heated about it. It, it doesn't, doesn't look good. Dude, it, like, it, working the social media for Treehouse or, like, having to read those comments or just seeing untapped ratings of their beers over time and whatnot has just got to be the most just, like, mind-melting shit ever because they're the pinnacle of, the like, that kind of opinion. The joke that always is, like, Everything was better when it was made in Munson. That is like a running joke throughout the beer community of like, this thing was better in Munson. You can just copy and paste that anywhere and it'll always get a laugh. Is it in Munson? What? Is it in Munson? No. So they they started out No, I understand. Is it in Munson Uh, now? No, they're in Charlton. Okay. That's that's the joke. So shut the fuck up. Exactly. And And like, like, move on. Get with the present. Think towards the future. Stop living in the past. Get your hype expectations right and get it together. Bang. Yeah, uh, I remember the most notable thing is that someone took four different versions of this red ale called Ma. And we're like, in 2017, you could see it's like very hazy up until like 2020. We now see that it's like a very clear, very washed out style. I'm like, you're doing too much, man. You're doing too much. That's it. Your brain's broken. It's okay to have your own opinions and form your own opinions about what's type and what's not, but you're, it's just, you, you melted your brain, man. You, you melted I guess your brain. My, my big thing, my big message, I think I, don't make, I didn't make this clear enough, is that for anything that's going to get hype, just know that your hype expectations don't match other people. So to make a blanket statement is this is not hype. This doesn't deserve the hype is a blanket statement. You are not qualified to make. I don't care what kind of beer snob you think you are. You're not qualified. You're not qualified to make that that claim. So what you say is, I didn't think this reached my expectations. And nobody will bat bat an eye and people will have a nice, decent conversation with you. You make it about you, which I know, listen to you, listen to you, listen to this, or not listening to this. I know you want to make it about you. So just do it. Just fucking do it. All right? I I just thought it was Just talk about you. If there's going to be it's like, it's not going to reach your expectations. No, it's not. If there's two breweries in the state that are the most immune to this like hype talk, is you can almost say counterweight, and the other one is Nebco. So that's really why it stood out to me because it's like, what? I'm like, they're the original ones, but whatever. Like, it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I was like, cool. This is like really available now. Had it. I was up in a ski trip weekend, so I had like other beers um, in addition to that. And I was like, dude, I get why Fuzzy's so good, man. That's it. But that's us, man. That's this podcast. One day we're going to reach a level, hopefully, where people are going to say that the hype is not worth it on our show. That could very well happen. That might have happened. Hi. One could dream. One can dream. I, w- I want to fall short of expectations. I want to have expectations. Call that a win. That was it. What a month. Usually these intros don't go that long, but there was a lot here. Good for you, Connecticut. A lot of good. All things considered, a lot of good. That's the main thing. In addition to Fuzzy Baby Ducks hitting distro, that's the main point here. Uh... I, you know, we're going to see who is going to be or what's going to be our next subject for the next episode. So stay tuned, folks. As Jeff always says, 
Follow us on social media, 1056-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Raise hell, praise Dale, and we'll see you in the next episode. I hate 1056. <laughs>